The Olympic Channel podcast is brought to you by Bridgestone, worldwide Olympic and Paralympic partner, a founding partner of the Olympic Channel. Olympic Channel podcast. My name is Ed Knowles and this is the official Olympic Channel podcast. Jamie Anderson is a snowboarder from the USA who's also a double Olympic champion. She's won the coveted slope style title twice as well as a silver medal in big air. Heading into this season, nearly four years on from Pyeongchang 2018, she remains one of the top performers. In 2020, she became the female with the most medals in the history of the X Games. <laughs> Away from snowboarding, Jamie is into yoga and meditation as ways to switch off. So Ashley Tullock joined Jamie for a chilled out chat. Olympic Channel Podcast. So much has changed and so much has not changed in the last year. Um, but I'm kind of intrigued to get your take on, I guess, what has happened for you um, and how you feel about your year of 2021. Oh, it's been a roller coaster of a year, but it's also been a really great year. I got to be home a lot this past year. I got to work on more like creative projects, um, painting a lot, journaling a lot, spending time with family and friends, surfing a bit more, and yeah, just trying to be a little extra mindful of staying healthy and grounded. Um, not just physically, but mentally, emotionally, spiritually. And yeah, it's been a good year overall. Yeah, it's interesting because a lot of what you talked about was so unrelated to, you know, I think who people think you are as an athlete, because I think there's such this association with Jamie being the snowboarder, but you're so much more than that. Do you feel like this has been an opportunity for you to spend I don't know, more time being in tune with yourself and kind of stepping back from the athlete life and maybe spending more time, I guess, you know, looking after yourself as a human? Definitely. I think for myself, at least, I realize I'm not just an athlete. I'm a human being and I have a lot of other passions in life and hobbies and I think it's nice to get out of the mix and kind of do other things that fill your cup and make you feel happy and grounded and inspired. And yeah, you can't do one thing all the time. You got to switch it up and find that balance. So when you have to dive back into, I guess, the the full-time professional athlete mode like you do today when you're doing the uniform reveal, um, do you have to change a gear in your head? Do you have to kind of tell yourself, okay, Jamie, like, you know, change gear or does it sort of come naturally to you? I feel like it kind of comes naturally. I definitely try to, um, I guess actually a little bit of both. I definitely shift gears when I'm like going into contest mode and know I have like a busy schedule and it's gonna be really demanding on my body, my mind, everything. But I feel like I have a pretty good rhythm of like enjoying my time when I can chill and check out and not do much, but and then I, also really enjoy when it's like game time and like start like sending it and feeling more like empowered and strong in my sport. And and when you have moments like now when you are trying on and wearing the USA closing ceremony uniform which got revealed today, how much closer does it make the games feel or does it just feel like 
Not yet. It's just another day. No, I think like this time of year is really special getting to like check out the ceremony outfits and see all the like team USA stuff. 22. It definitely is like, okay, like let's go. It's time. And it's um, really motivating. I think the summer I really like to chill and check out, but the fall is kind of like that dryer element, that Vata energy, a lot of wind, a lot of like season changing, it's getting colder, all the leaves are falling. And that's kind of like, I guess for all the years I've been snowboarding, that's kind of like my natural sense of like, all right, time to like start training, start eating healthy, sleeping good, all of those things to just help me feel my best. What are the feelings that you have when, when you think about uh, I guess, you know, the season's changing, you know, everything that's moving towards the games and the fact that there's less than 100 days. I feel, I feel excited. I feel like not too overly excited, not too like dormant. I'm kind of like a happy medium. I'm trying to like keep my energy kind of like not get too ahead of myself and like freak out. Like I don't want to be stressed yet. Like things are already scary. Like I want to just enjoy the process, enjoy where I am right now and just kind of keep like working towards those goals, but like in peace, like progress in peace, take my time and not like, I don't know. I don't want to waste energy on things that are out of my control. I have to say that you, you always look very happy and cool and calm whether it's before you're dropping in or after you've finished a run you seem to have this real uh positive joy about you and uh, you mentioned the word stress before so I'm intrigued you know do you actually get stressed and and what are the things that kind of set you off <laughs> I get super stressed even though I don't want to and I have tools that help me for sure. Um, I think number one, like how I feel, like eating good food makes me feel better. Um, tools like journaling, reading, listening to things that like motivate me and inspire me. But I genuinely love snowboarding. So I think that that's probably what you see, like the happiness and the joy coming out because I really love it. But everyone who's competing is nervous. Just depends who wants to like focus their energy on that or if you want to focus it on something else. Do you find that nervous energy helps you perform better? I don't know. To be honest, I sometimes I'm like at X Games last year, I was kind of a wreck. I remember calling my boyfriend the night before and I was just like, I don't know what to do. Like everyone's expecting me to win and I don't know about my run and my tricks and just like fully had a meltdown to him. And he just like was so sweet and like gave me so much loving support. He's like, you're the fucking best. What are you talking about? You're going to like go out there and kill it. la di da da I'm like, you think so? Like really? <laughs> and sure enough, like I freaking had one of the best X games of my life. And I think it's good to reach out to support, not that you have to like call everyone and freak out, but like your close people that you can relate with, like use those lifelines. Like it's okay to feel vulnerable and to feel afraid. Um, that's a part of the power within, you know, it's okay to be afraid. I'm afraid a lot, but I kind of just 
go with it because what else am I going to do? <laughs> yeah, I don't know if fighting it probably works very well. <laughs> no. Gotta like, I kind of look at like my snowboarding in life as like a river, you know? I don't want to like swim upstream or like make it any harder than it already is. I want to like kind of try to not control things and like go with the flow. And of course, like work hard. Sometimes there's some chaos or turbulence, but like sit back let the river guide you and everything will be okay. I love that insight about how you felt ahead of X Games because, you know, you absolutely smashed it and went on to obviously become the most decorated uh, woman in, in X Games history. Given how nervous you were beforehand uh, and then going on to win to win those um, those goals and to be so successful, but does that give you hope heading in to this next Olympics, given just how much people want you to succeed, given how successful you've been in the past? That's a good possibility. I'm probably going to be pretty nervous. I'm probably going to have quite a bit of pressure on me, but like, can I deal with it? Can I cope with all of that madness and like still stay like sane and like grounded and tap into like that power within and I think hell yeah I can and I'm trying to like affirm myself that like things are going to be perfect and no matter what the outcome is as long as I go into it with an open heart it just like it gives me so much peace of mind. I remember seeing in Pyeongchang you went with your partner I think you went off to the coast after one of your disciplines, is that right? So you had like a bit of a, a couple of days away and then you came back. I'm intrigued, I guess, how you feel about the fact that you won't maybe be able to take your usual team and your posse and your family um, to this games and how much you feel like, you know, that may affect, um, I guess, you mentally, emotionally and or physically. Yeah, I... I feel like I'm okay with what is, you know, those, a lot of those things are out of my control, but I do have the control to, um, enjoy time by myself, enjoy some solitude, do the work for me to like feel good. And my circle is like a quick phone call away. Thankfully I know I'll have really good support there with my team and my filmer and such. So I'm just going to go with it. What excites you most when you think about Beijing? Oh, uh, the after parties? <laughs> no, I'm excited for it all. I'm excited to see, I'm always really excited to see like the athlete village. It's fun to like see a little global community and everyone's flags all over. Um, I'm excited to see the course. They always like put so much love and effort into the park. So it's really fun to see what they create. And I'm excited to see all my friends from all over the world. Yeah, it's a pretty amazing opportunity for everyone to kind of come together and I guess celebrate more than just sport to celebrate the human race. Uh, I know that's something that's really important to you is, is, is your community. How do you feel that the, the snowboarding community has, I guess, banded together over the last couple of years where it's just been so challenging and tumultuous? 
I feel like the snowboard community is just great. It's honestly been my family for like the last 15 years on the road. And a lot of us spend more time together than we do with our actual family. I think that sense of community is the reason I'm still in my sport. I wouldn't be doing this if I was just on my own and like tunnel vision focused. Like I do it for the love of the community, the sport, all my friends and all the relationships I've gotten to make and that I'm continuing to make. And I guess the the beautiful thing about the sport and the fact you've been in the sport for so long is that you've been able to grow as the sport has grown. And as we've talked about before, you've been so instrumental in helping the sport progress and being uh, such a fierce, um, I guess, advocate for women, which is, has been beautiful to witness. But how do you feel that, I guess, age has allowed you to become a better ambassador and, and to become a better athlete? I am so proud of women snowboarding. I straight up cannot believe where it's come in the last 15 years. Since I won my first medal at X Games, it was legit with the front side 180. And now to see like young girls like Kokomo and Zoe and Haley Langland just like continue to progress and do tricks that like years ago, I did not think girls would ever be doing. And I'm just, I'm so proud of myself that I pushed through a lot of my fears when I was younger to raise the bar. And I'm constantly inspired by all the girls around me. And it just reminds me that like, the only limitations we have are the ones that we decide to put on ourselves. And as soon as someone comes and like knocks on the door, kicks over that like fear or um, hesitation that they might have, like it really just motivates me. At times I can feel a little bit like maybe insecure or unsure if I am going to be able to perform at my highest level. And then I think like, it's okay. Like, I'm okay doing exactly what I'm doing. And when I feel inspired and motivated, I'll get things done. And if I'm not feeling that, then it's okay to like listen to yourself and like hone in and honor yourself because it's very easy to get off track and get caught up in everyone else. But it really is a personal experience. Yeah, how much time do you give to, I guess, maybe analyzing what other people are doing or how much energy do you spend looking at, you know, how other athletes are competing or how they're progressing? I think I've gone through different phases. There's been times in my career where I felt really defeated and like I should retire. I don't know if I'm good anymore. Um, the fear of like failure is pretty gnarly and jealousy would come up in that and under, not understanding how everyone else can do things and I can't and just that like victim role but I quickly have to like get out of my ego get out of my head admire people for what they're doing and really see it in a better um like a better lens and that helps me feel better and then it just makes me feel motivated and stoked on myself and yeah I mean we can't do it forever. I'm 31. I feel like I'm still in my prime. I'm healthy. I'm strong. I'm writing better than I ever have, but who knows? I have no idea what the future holds, but I know it's going to be great.
Given, you know, your proven track record and not just at the Olympics, but obviously, you know, at the X Games and World Championships as well. I mean, what do you, given your success and given everything that you've done, what do you think is your uh, biggest challenge or, or obstacle going into this Olympics? I think my biggest challenge is staying in a good state of mind. If I'm like happy and grounded and feel good in my like mental space, I feel like everything comes together a lot better. But if I'm not able to deal with stress or have like personal things going on in my life, it can make life just feel so much more challenging. And I think that's my biggest thing is like working on like my state of mind and being in a good headspace so I can be my best. Where does social media fit into that? Social media? What's social media? <laughs> I don't know. I think like it was really cool to see my brand kind of blow up after my first Olympics. I went from like less than 10,000 followers to like 100,000 overnight. And I kind of didn't really know like what I wanted my message to be or like, I don't know, like, what am I doing? What do I want to share? But I would say I like to use my platform to inspire people to be their own best versions of themselves and not just in snowboarding, but in life and relationships and careers. I hope it can just like be a place for people to be motivated and inspired and when times are tough or maybe there's a lot of chaos in the world, I want to like share love and light and some positive vibes because things have been kind of crazy lately. And as a role model, I think people totally adore and love and respect the things that you say because, you know, it's easy to look at someone like you and think, wow, they've got everything. They live this amazing life. But having you be authentic on your platforms, I guess, allows people to realize that, you know, yes, you do live an incredible life, respectfully, um, but not every day is perfect. Exactly. I think having humility is a beautiful thing. Like things are not always perfect. And I think not always just sharing the highlights. Like, of course, it's good to like be a portal of light. But the reality is like things aren't always perfect. And there are times that are really challenging. And I think Sadly, like people really love to see that. They like to see when I'm like beat up and post something or like kind of vent about whatever I may be dealing with. I try not to put everything out there because I don't really want to share it. But there are times that I share like the rawness and I think people can relate to that because it's not always easy. And I think that I want to keep it real and just be honest and wholesome and put it all out there, but not, not all of it, but like be honest, you know, things you got to go with it, ebb and flow. Um, I know that you are all about, you know, being positive and honest and authentic. And I guess I'm just intrigued what you use as your quote or the mantra um, that you use to inspire you? Do you have a favorite quote or mantra? I have quite a few, but I, I've been going back to this like really great book um, from Louise Hay, You Can Heal Your Life. And she's got so many great affirmations, but just trying to tell myself like um, the sentence every day, like I am perfect, I am whole, I am complete, exactly as I am. And it goes on on like a lot of different levels. But I think reminding yourself that we are 
exactly where we're supposed to be. We're exactly who we're supposed to be and all is well in my world. Awesome. Well, all the best for your preparation. I hope that um, everything goes to plan or if it doesn't go to plan, I hope you pivot the way I'm sure you know how to. And it's going to be really exciting to hopefully see you in person uh, do your thing in Beijing. So thanks again for your time. I love it. Thank you. Have a nice afternoon. Olympic, Olympic Channel, Channel Podcast. Big thanks to Ash and also to Jamie. Don't forget that we also spoke to Anna Gasser of Austria recently, who is also an incredible snowboarder and an Olympic champion. I've stuck a link in the show notes to that one too. Okay, that's it for now. Stay safe, stronger together. See you very soon. Think like an Olympian. Olympian.